When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, family? Welcome to Speak. It is time for kickoff. That ball has some hang time. I can't even lie to you. I can't lie to you. Oh, this is about to be a great show. Get this. We're four hours away from the Broncos facing the Chiefs. But what you have not yet realized, and I can't wait to tell you, Sean Payton, Russell Wilson, neither of these two have ever started one in five in their career. With the loss tonight, utter chaos will commence in Denver. I promise you that. Got to get to the show. Two five. Right, big dog. Can't forget the right, big dog. Hey, you still think you could get over 100 on the Broncos defense? Easy. They're giving them 190 yards a game. Okay. I can do that. Check it out. I like that when you catch the little stick. A little, a little, I like that. I've been watching crazy work. Yeah. I've been watching crazy And it's work. a lot to see. And I picked up a thing or two. That is Eagles all-time rushing leader, LaShawn Shady McCoy. James Jones, how we feeling, big Boy, dog? What's cracking, man? I feel good, man. It's all good. It's yeah. all good. What happened to the turtleneck, fam? Yeah, no turtleneck today, man. Every now and then. Every now and then. You can wear it out. Yeah. <laughs> the brilliant Joy Taylor, how are we? I'm very excited for this game tonight. Yo, this game. Shady, I cannot overstate how much pressure is on the two individuals tonight. Sean Payton, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, a $200 million quarterback. Sean Payton, he's going into the Hall of Fame as a head coach. Family, we are so glad you are tuning in to us because this is about to be the best show you will see all day. Shady, we know there's a lot of pressure, but who is the pressure on most? Sean Payton or Russell Wilson? Who's under more pressure? I can't decisions, decisions, decisions. decisions. <laughs> I'm going with Sean Payton. He's the coach. Right now, now I will say this: that Russell's not playing great football, but he's playing good football. Yep. But that's how football you you can win some games. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's not out there tackling nobody, playing no defense. As a head coach, you're responsible for everything. We only we only talk about Sean Payton as an offensive-minded guru. Mm-hmm. He's a head coach, so even though you're on the offense, you're responsible for the whole team. And the last time I checked on defense, they gave up 70 points. Mm-hmm. Think about that: 70 points in a real football game. So the, all the the, the the true pressure is on Sean Payton because. I think they're going to lose this game, right? Even before he even got there. I don't see them beating the Chiefs. Chiefs are a really, really good team. But it's a matter how they lose. Yep. That the head coach, you're responsible for this. Yep. Offsides, penalties, missed tackles, misassignments, miscommunications with the quarterback and wide receiver. All them things reflect the head coach. So when you ask me who has more pressure, it's got to be Sean Payton. I'm with you, 2-5. Sean Payton has an immense amount of pressure on himself tonight because he hasn't shown us that he is a good head coach. Definitely hasn't shown us he's a great head coach, and I have seen no signs of him being a Hall of Fame head coach. Ooh. Oh, not, not this year. Oh, okay. Not this year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not this year, I'm yeah. Russell Wilson is doing his job Jeez. exponentially better yeah. Yeah. than yeah. Sean Payton is doing his. True. I don't think we have brought into context what giving up 70 points is. Mm. Giving up 70 points is the equivalent of throwing eight interceptions in a game. NFL record for most picks in a game is eight. NFL record for most points given up in a game is 73. Sean Payton and his team gave up 70. That would be the equivalent of Russell Wilson throwing seven interceptions or eight interceptions in a game. We wouldn't even do television. No. We would just all be like, we can't do it. We can't talk about Russ no more. So when I'm thinking of the pressure, if you give up 70... If you got the worst defense in the National Football League, if you fall to one in five, inexcusable. Completely inexcusable. I don't care how bad your roster is. Your roster isn't 
this bad. Yeah. Right. It's not one in five bad. And here, Joy, is why you got to win the games you're supposed to win. Because now that you've lost games to the Jets and you've lost games to the Raiders, now the game to the Chiefs, we can't even give you the grace we was going to give you. Uh, I can't, at least. Maybe you at home can. Thank you. You're a more gracious person. But I can't even give you the grace for losing to the Chiefs uh, because you weren't supposed to lose to the Raiders. You weren't supposed to lose to the Commanders. Mm -hmm. You weren't supposed to lose, I believe, to the Bears. Yeah. Now oh, you lose to the, the Bears. They beat the Bears? Yeah, thank, that, thank God. Yeah, that's when. Oh, that Bears didn't kick the field goal. Yeah, yeah. Bears didn't kick the field They could have lost that one. <laughs> that's the only win they have. <laughs> they won one because the other team messed up. Dang. Joy, where you at on this, though? More pressure, Peyton or Russ, in the game in four hours? I think more pressure is on Sean Payton, mostly because, like Shady said, I don't think Russ is going to play bad enough for us to blame this on him. Mm -hmm. He hasn't been playing winning football, but he hasn't been playing bad football. He doesn't look as bad as he was last year. True. Statistically, he's better than he was last year. Yeah. It hasn't translated to wins, which is what he's paid to do. But if I have to look at the overall blame in the situation, I've got to lay it, for, particularly in this game, on Sean Payton. They need to look competent tonight. You don't need to beat the Chiefs. Uh, the, the, like you just said, the information that I have on the Broncos is from the games that they should have won. Mm -hmm. The teams that they should have beat. I don't expect you to beat the Dolphins. I don't expect you to lose. I don't expect you to let them lose by 50, let them put up 70. I don't expect you to beat the Chiefs. You better not look like you did against the Dolphins in this game. And to me, that is on Sean Payton, because I don't even lay that Dolphins loss at the feet of Russell Wilson. They need to look competent and competitive tonight. If they lose, which I expect them to, I'm not going to be surprised. But make it a, make it a game. Yeah. Penalties, uh, big mistakes. Do something on defense. Get a stop. Make it difficult on the Chiefs, at least. That's what I want to see from them tonight. And that, to me, is not on Russell Wilson. All of the pressure is on Sean Payton. Mm -hmm. let's, let's just go back a little bit. He set out a year of football? Yes. Yeah. He set out a year of football because he really wanted to pick where he wanted to go, right? So look at some of these teams. Oh, they built the right way. They, right? He, he really put himself in Denver. Like, he picked to go to Denver. Like, that's, that's where he wanted to go, where he felt like, I got a chance to change this thing around, get this team in the playoffs, opportunity to compete and win a Super Bowl. You brought in your own staff. As a head coach, you're able to hire your own staff. You brought in Vance Joseph. You brought in all these coaches, right? Then you come on record and you say, I've seen Nathaniel Hackett Coach, the worst I've ever seen he said a coach that. coach in Denver, he definitely right? Said that. He and said Nathaniel that. Hackett at this time was doing better than him. So you have said a lot of things. You have done a lot of things. You put this coaching staff together, and this is the product that's on the football field, right? Russell Wilson is playing better than he was playing last year, right? It's not, I mean, the way he played last year, I mean, the, the standard is not that high, but he's playing better. The people that you brought in is messing stuff up. Mm-hmm. The Vance Joseph, the coaches, the, th those are the ones messing stuff up. So as for Sean Payton, all the pressure is on you because you are going to be one and five. That, that, that's going to happen. You, you're about to be one and five tonight um, after this game. You, you might keep it close, you might not, but you're going to end up being one and five. And I promise you it's not going to be Russ because Russ ain't going to throw no seven interceptions. He might throw one, maybe two, but he ain't going to throw seven. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not, so not going to be Russell Wilson. At the end of the day, it is going to be on the coaching staff. And on the coaching staff, we are going to see defensively the game plan you got for uh, Patrick Mahomes. Because yeah. the game plan you have for Sam Howe, 
wasn't good. The game plan you have for Zach Wilson wasn't good. This coaching staff has lost games in every way you can lose them. You done been up by 20, mm -hmm. lost. Ooh. You done been down by 50, obviously, lost. lost. You know what I'm saying? Like, they have lost games in every single fashion this year, right? And at the end of the day, that, that, that is about coaching. Not, not them players out there. Definitely not Russell Wilson. 2-5, you won a Super Bowl with the Kansas City Chiefs, one of the two Super Bowls that you have. You won it with Andy Reid. You won it with Patrick Mahomes. They're incredible winners. Andy Reid drafted you, if I'm not mistaken. Sean Payton, we don't anticipate that he'll win the game tonight. No. Take but are you giving him a pass okay. tonight? Oh, he gets a pass tonight. I mean, come on. Like, I think it's the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. I'm going to say this defense for a second. If you look at the Broncos' defense, first of all, they're, they're, they're allowing 36 points Dang. per game. That's last. That's last. Very right bad. At the bottom. They're, they're allowing 450 yards a game. That's last. Let's just mm. keep saying that. Everything's like almost last, last, last. That's last. Okay, and then you go for passing. 263 yards. That's last. No, no it's not last. <laughs> <laughs> that's third. That's 30th. That's second to last. Yeah. So knowing that, and you're going against the Chiefs with Andy Reid and, and, and Kelsey and them boys in the, uh, Kansas City? Yeah. And you on the road? Yes, he gets a pass, a big pass. It's going to be a bad, bad game tonight for the Denver Broncos. It will be a bad game, but, Joy, I can't give Sean Payton a pass. I can't do it. I won't do you it. You can't give it? No. Well, that's going to happen. <laughs> if you give or don't give. Here's why I can't give him a pass. Great coaches are brought in to beat the teams you're supposed to beat, but then beat some teams you're not supposed to beat. Let's look at what Colorado's doing this year, because that's the coach that I know you at home are familiar with in Deion Sanders. Mm -hmm. You're supposed to beat Colorado State. You're supposed to beat Nebraska. You're not supposed to beat TCU. No. But you still did. Mm -hmm. Now, you also lost the teams you're not supposed to beat, but any coach can beat the teams they're supposed to beat. That's why you get hired. Yeah. But not any coach can beat the teams you're not supposed to beat. Right. Sean Payton, you're supposed to be able to beat the teams you're not supposed to beat. Four of the Chiefs' five wins. Excuse me. The Chiefs' four wins, if I'm not mistaken, and one of the losses, one possession games. Mm. The only blowout was against the Bears. The only one. They beat the Jags, I think, 17 to 9. They lost to the Lions 21 to 20. Uh, they beat two other teams that were one possession games. Mm -hmm. Jets, they beat by three. Yes. So this is a game that is winnable. Mm -hmm. It's winnable. Yeah. All of the Chiefs games, four of the five, excuse me, Bears, ooh, blowout. Four of the five one possession games. So I can't give Peyton a pass because anybody could be one in four. Mm -hmm. And anybody can be one in five. Go get one of the games you're not supposed to get because you sure as heck gave up some you were supposed to win. Nah, no I, can't, I can't get there. Not against the Chiefs. You giving like, him a pass? Yeah. Ooh. I'm not giving him a pass for those games that he should have won. No. Oh, yeah. Those are the ones that tell me more about where the Broncos are right now. If coming into this, this season we put up the Broncos schedule, you, you had this as a win? No. Uh, 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 no. <laughs> uh, we'll talk. So, right. so what's changed? I didn't have the losses as losses. So be, since you gave me a loss that you weren't supposed to lose, you better go give me a win you weren't supposed to win. That, but that, I think that's unreasonable. Okay. I, I'm not saying that there's no chance that the Broncos win this game tonight. I certainly would be shocked myself. But it is the NFL and crazy stuff happens. The Chiefs lost to the Colts last year. Mm -hmm. Like, it's, you can come out and have a dud. I don't anticipate that's going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. But it is the NFL, and it does happen. We all expect them to lose tonight. Sure. If they lose tonight, is it any different? They're just worse. <laughs> They're just one game worse. This is a, what's happening with the Broncos to me is a question of what, are, what changes are you willing to make? To me, it feels like he doesn't want to fire Vance Joseph midseason. That's what it feels like. And maybe you need one more game to be absolutely sure that this defense is not what it's supposed to be. One more. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. But 
right now it feels like doubling down on wrong. Mm. That's what it feels like to me. Because mm. Russ is better. You were brought in to fix the offense. The team as a whole, for sure. But you didn't think that the defense was going to be this bad because they weren't this bad last year. They were, what, 14th overall? They were in the top half of the league last year. If the defense was 14th playing at, at, the level, at that level that it played last year right now, do you think they would have this same record? No. No. So that's not the side of the ball that Sean Payton is there to lead. But he's he, the head coach. He is the head, coach. The head he coach. He is the head coach. But we do this all the time with head coaches. We, we do it all the time with head coaches all over the league. Take care of your side of the ball. First. 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 But not only. First. It doesn't, it's not going to change my opinion of what the Broncos are this year if they lose tonight. How they lose tonight might change it. If they do another Dolphin situation, forget everything I said. <laughs> Throw it away. I'm going to have a different opinion tomorrow. But I don't. I hope that it's not that bad, but I don't think it will be that bad again. Ain't no passes. Ain't no, no passes. Ain't no passes. Ain't no pass. Ain't no, ain't no pass. And the reason why is, okay. is he a first-year head coach? Not mine. He done did a lot of good things in this league. He's a Super Bowl-winning head coach. Some people say he a Hall of Fame head coach he with is. his resume. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So a pass? No. The only reason we even thinking about giving you a pass right now is because how bad your team looks. Like, before the season started, we didn't know what this Broncos team was going to be. If anything, we all thought it was going to be better because he was there. Mm -hmm. But now, since the way you guys look on the football field, that's the only reason we're saying pass. Ain't no passes. You got to go out here and win. You were all pro. We had all pro Fred, Fred Warner on the tape. If you and him meeting the whole and Fred Tucker, you go give Shady a pass. No. And as Shady is, if Shady was my team, as you come to the sideline, come we expect Shady to break that tackle. But what I'm saying is, that's just resumes. Mm -hmm. No matter who you going against as resumes, if you are that type of coach, you got to go win football games. You don't get passes. If you're a first-year head coach, not accomplished, none of that stuff, sure, get a pass. You're trying to get this thing going. For him, a Hall of Fame coach, you ain't getting no so passes. Him, but didn't we give Russell Wilson a pass for last year? We stopped talking about Russ. He was so bad. Sure, mm. but once the season was over, we all sat up here and said, we don't believe he's washed. Mm. Was I on that show? Oh, no, I said that. <laughs> I, there's no way he'd be that bad. Yeah. yeah. Right. There's yeah. no way he could be that bad. Do you not feel the same way about Sean Payton? I don't, Come I on. can tell you yes. why. I don't, and I can tell you why. <laughs> Let me can oh, I tell oh, you why. Yes. Um, because right now, and this could change tomorrow, but right now, Sean Payton has shown us, based upon his body of work, that he can't properly... Body of work. This season. This oh, season okay, okay, yeah, okay. Apologies for not being clear enough. That he can't properly assess the talent of coaches, he can't properly assess the talent of his roster, or he can't properly assess his own talent. Reason he can't properly assess the talent of coaches. You hired Vance Joseph after Vance Joseph was coordinating the 31st Arizona Cardinals defense. Now you have the 32nd ranked defense. So you can't properly assess talent of coaches. Can't properly associate, uh, uh, can't properly assess your own roster talent because you just traded, I believe it was Randy Gregory, mm -hmm. and you're trying to trade either Cortland Sutton or Jerry Judy. So now in your head, like, you had these dudes for the last six months, right. and you didn't want to get rid of them then, but now you might want to get rid of them, or you can't properly assess your own talent because like James said, you chose to go to Denver. And you chose to go to Denver thinking you are good enough to right the wrongs of Denver. You chose to say, Nathaniel Hackett, this is one of the worst coaching jobs you've ever seen. Because in your mind, you thought you could do better. So you either can't properly assess the talent of coaches, the talent of players, or your own talent. 2-5, you're nodding your head. This is how they, ch they turn on you, man. You no. can do all this great stuff. You have one bad moment, and that's what they say about you. First of all, on defense, right? Now, I've been around a lot of offensive coaches, right? From, from Bruce Aarons to Andy Reid. Mike McCarthy, right? They don't do nothing with the defense. That's why they hire a defensive coach to do that. Correct. Okay, so I made a mistake. 
My bad, right? I hired the wrong guy for the job. It happens all the time. I do, yep. I do real estate. I, I've hired some crews I should never hire. No doubt. You learn from that, and you go to somebody else. So next year, if he gets another deep corner and they're decent on defense, they win some of these games, right? True. Okay, you talk about him getting rid of players. Every league, if it's college, high school, or even pro, when a new coach comes on board, they get rid of their, get, get rid of the players they don't need. Or they don't want. Season. Do it what, in the offseason. Man, listen. When you're one, wait till now. When you're one and four, you trying to remove everybody. <laughs> if you're not a part of what I'm trying to do, and you're you're not on the, the same schedule, you gotta get out of here. Every coach does that. It just happens that they're one and four, and they can't really win. They're not going to the playoffs. Let me get rid of these players right now. So my thing is with the grace period is let's get let's let Sean Payton give him some respect. This is Sean Payton we talking about. Of course, right? Kevin Durant said this is this of course. So now we know who that is. Give him a year or two. We give all these other regular coaches uh, uh, grace periods. Here's my problem, Come though. Too. Here's my problem is what, it's not even that we're not giving him grace. I'm not saying it, Sean Payton. I'm just saying Sean Payton is going to retain oh, the job, and of course Sean Payton is thing. Yeah, like, not, not retired, like, but y'all acting like it's it's, it's over for him. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you. Took a year off of football. Let me ask you this. Okay, ask me. What has Sean Payton done? What has Sean Payton done this season that any other coach couldn't have done? He's been terrible this year. He's been terrible this year. And what's that? So what? He's been bad. And he's getting paid in excess of, I would assume, okay. $10 million. What right. do you mean, and? Bad you mean players. And? Have, it's great players. How much? Bad year. Tell, tell him how $18 million? Cool. 18, what do you mean, and? You know why? Because next year, if he changes around, then you're going to be giving him love and, and, and praying him around. The dude been out of football for a year. That well, matters. But it wasn't whose fault. It don't matter, though. My, my thing is, when I, when I give you a contract, it ain't just for one year. Is it, oh, I'm tripping. Hold on, am I tripping? I mean, there have been some coaches that's been fired after one year. I'm asking you again. Well, you, when you, it has, but no, guys, like, but guys I mean, like him. You usually guys, guys, yeah. Yeah, of course like not. Of course not. Okay, so that's my not. thing. Like, that happens, bro. It happens. And if in football, let's talk about football. So we're talking about football. Yes, sir. Football players. I see guys get these big contracts, and the first year, and that deal, what they be? Nothing sometimes. They be duds, mm -hmm. right? I've been there. Whoa, you pay how much? <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? And then you say, okay, let me get myself together. Yep. And then you get back on track. Same thing with, with Sean Payne as a coach. Joe Burrow, I mean, he been looking terrible. He had a good game last game, but he been looking bad. And we not one time say anything about him. Last week we did. We gonna get, <laughs> man, not really. Not really, not really. There's a difference between saying that somebody is not doing their best work and saying that they're done or they're washed or they're not yeah. capable of something anymore. It's six games in, has it looked bad? Unequivocally, right. yes, it has been bad. They are a bad team. They had the worst blowout of the season. They they look bad, but it happens. It happens. And we give first-time coaches, we give new coaches all kinds of grace. It, what's the point? But he's not a first-time coach. What is the point of accomplishing anything if as soon as you trip... Come on. Forget all that. Oh, Throw it all out. It meant nothing. All these accomplishments with all these coaches, the Super Bowl, turning an entire organization around. You ain't do it in six games. Get him up out of here. He, is, he, he's, he's washed. He's, be he's never going to be back again. The year off ruined his, his momentum. He, he doesn't know. How, he just forgot. He just forgot how to coach. Is it possible that this is not the same defense that it was last year? Is it possible that these players are not the same? Yes. Oh, oh. First of all, yes, this is a different defense. Did he bring in the wrong defensive coordinator? Probably, yes. Is he, can he be knocking off some rust? Is that possible? He rusty, he made a whole year off. And another thing, the reason why I, I, I always said about Belichick, I always had this, this, this thought, like, man, maybe he's not as good as I thought because he had Tom Brady. But cool, that's just a thought, yeah. right? But after the first year, oh, man. Hold on, after the first year, he looked bad. Like, okay, oh, they look insane. After the second year, okay, after the third year, I know I was right. Well, Sean Payne, give him that same grace period. 
Let him get oh, some time. The only thing here is, though, it's been, plenty of, it's been plenty of coaches that get hired and fired every year. And it's been plenty of coaches that win in their very first year. True. Right? Whatever caliber, Hall of Fame coach, first time, it's been coaches that win their very first year. We not giving Belichick a pass for losing no, out there? No, but we talking about Belichick is four, in his fourth year. Is in his fourth year after Brady left. Right. This is his fourth year after he left. Sean Payton, before he left New Orleans, was 9-8. and eight. He was 9-8 and eight his last year in New Orleans. That's so not he, great. That's not great at all. It's not bad. It's Belichick. I was talking about the Giants it's, last year. They won nine games. But here's what I'm saying. Yeah, I was talking about the Giants last year. They won nine games. I was talking about the Seahawks the year, last year. They the year won nine games. Said, they, they went to the playoffs. They, were, they won the division let's the year look, before that. Let's look, I'm going to say that. I, 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 I was there. I got some for y'all. Let's look at three-year sample size. Bill Belichick, after Tom Brady left. Okay. They missed the playoffs. Right. They went to the playoffs. Smoked by how much? They, yeah, by 30. Okay. And they missed the playoffs. Let's look at Sean Payton. No, 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 but how they look. See, don't worry, don't, don't, don't play that game with, the, with America. Don't play that game they with never won I, I won't let them do it. Tell them how bad the team looked. They won, they won 10 games. They won, I believe it was seven games. And last year, I think they won another eight games. Bottom so. of the barrel. Andy, correct bottom, me, bottom of the barrel. barrel. If, That's the three years. If Sean Payton looks this bad next year, that's law. You know yes. what? It's time for him to go. If he don't knock this rust off and get the players that he needs and the coaches that he needs to win, then that's a different conversation. Belichick, See, we're Belichick not saying not fired. Win. We're Belichick just saying you, you're supposed to be this caliber of a coach. Yeah. You don't get passes. We're not get passes. Me and Nacho ain't saying firing, <laughs> but he don't get no passes. You got to go try to You got to win some games, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, as fired up as we are, there are NFL players, Stephon Diggs, who got even more intense than we did just now. His sideline outburst. Josh Allen had to step to the podium and speak on them and you cannot wait to hear what Josh Allen had to say. Come back to hear what we think about the drama. It's time for rewarding performance sponsored by Capital One. What's in your wallet? All right, family, we are in second and short, and y'all got to pay attention to this. Stephon Diggs made headlines again when he slammed a tablet on the sideline. The Bills lost to the Jags. That's, I guess, what Shady thinks he sounded like. Now, Josh Allen was asked about his teammate, and he defended him. Take a listen. He's a competitor. He's a fiery competitor. Um, I'm tired of hearing all this nonsense from people because there's a lot of guys in the league that have that same fire that don't get talked about. But, you know, he's, he's a lot of our juice on the sideline. Um, you know, making sure that the offense is staying up and, and as energized as possible, and we feed off of that. 2-5, you played with Josh Allen, obviously. <laughs> no, that's, that's not a problem. I want to ask you a question. Go ahead, go ahead. You played with Josh Allen, but Stephon Diggs, he had an outburst this last weekend in London. That's where the game was played. Last year in the playoff game, we all saw when he threw his out, arms out in front of Josh Allen like this. Josh Allen has had to answer for it time and time right. again. What's your reaction to Diggs' outburst? Quick question, though. If we're having that conversation right on air, and you, <laughs> maybe he or she or you say something I don't like, and, or not like, but just I didn't, I didn't agree with it, right? And you just talk, and you look at him, I go, like, would that scare you? Like, oh. <laughs> anyway. Um, yes. Like, he'll be like, oh, like, whoa. He's, he's, we don't have replacement tabs. <laughs> we don't. Don't make this. You know what? By the way, he doesn't break them, by the way. Now, th this question, though, is tough for me because I agree with Josh Allen. Time and time again, I keep hearing everybody talk about him having an outburst of yeah. in the playoff game. He's doing this. Now, the thing is, we don't know nothing he said, right? Mm -hmm. You look at that, he, he's frustrated. He'll know what he what, what he's seen that make him take him off. Maybe he was open, maybe he got covered, whatever it may be. Yeah. And he's pissed off. That's football. Think about this. We are playing a physical game in a hostile environment. And and it's a it's so 
competitive, right? If a guy covers me and we score a touchdown, I am upset. I'm pissed off. Mm -hmm. My Philadelphia Eagles, A.J. Brown, right? He's not having a good game, but they're still winning the game. He's upset, right? And he shows frustration or, or compassion about the game. Now, the thing is, I played a guy like Tom Brady. Mm -hmm. and everybody always sees Tom Brady. He snaps out sometimes. He does. He's one of the best people or person you ever be around. Great teammate, great person. But he gets fired up. No doubt. Right? He gets emotional. Guy misses a block. Lyman's not blocking. I watched him cuss us all out. I'm part mm -hmm. of it. Like, oh, wow. Y'all straighten up. Y'all get it together. Let's go. You know, you wide receivers, y'all catch the ball. You know, coaches too can get it. And then but, but when it comes to Stephon Diggs, it's like a big issue. Right? He doesn't get the same uh, respect or, or looked at in the same fashion as a Tom Brady. Because Tom Brady, though, he's a great leader. Look at him. Look at him lead. Look at him getting his troops fired up. Right? They call it getting fired up. Mm -hmm. Where when it's, when it's Diggs, like, he's frustrated. He's upset. He's pissed off. He's a distraction. No. <clears throat> I love that about Stephon Diggs. That's the part of that makes that offense, that team go. When I talked to a lot of teammates with the Bills, yeah. right? Josh Allen, including with Deion um, Dawkins, the left tackle. A lot of different players I do know over there, like Milano. They say they love that. They look for Diggs to give them that. Yeah. That, that type of motivation, that type of encouragement to get him fired up, to go out there for the next play. So when I keep hearing this question, I hate it because he's just showing how compassionate he is about the game. He's yeah. passionate about this game, and he shows it. That's his emotion. So everybody's different. Some guys, they don't do that. Yeah. Like, I never was a rah-rah type of guy. Mm -hmm. He is. Yeah. So I just love to see him, the way he approaches the game, that he really loves it, and he truly cares about his craft and about his teammates. No, you're absolutely right. And um, I think, to piggyback off your point, when you're a quarterback... You know, it's a little different because receivers are kind of labeled as divas. Divas. Right? So labeled. You guys are. are. Whoa, you are. Y'all are divas. Okay. We labeled as divas. <laughs> Distractions, whatever, whatever you want. You know, we always open. We want the ball. So I can understand how it's going to shed a little bit of different light on it other than it being Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers or a quarterback. You know, because we see plenty of quarterbacks slamming the tablets, throwing the tablets. All the time. Throwing their helmets, whatever it may be. And it's like, okay, they leaders and all that. Once you see a receiver do it, divas do it, whatever, it's a big problem. But in this situation right here, you're right. You don't know what he's saying. I've been in situations like this. I wouldn't slam tablets, but I get up and I walk and no, nobody come by me, mm -hmm. right? But it's a situation where I feel like it's something I could have did better. Aaron Rodgers is looking over there at me. I'm getting jammed up. I come back to the tablet. I see it. Like, ball's supposed to come to me. Win, Jay. You know, so it's not like, hey, I'm calling out Josh or calling out Aaron or calling out the quarter. No, I'm mad at myself. He could be looking at that thing like, man, I got to get to the, where I'm supposed to be. Josh, get me the ball. We struggling as an offense out here in London. It's frustrating for everybody. He's a leader on the offense, so I don't mind that at all. It's different when you're walking up to your quarterback or anything like that and you're throwing your hands up or y'all pointing fingers at him. That's different. But this right here, man, you're trying to win. This is football. We're trying to win. Everybody's competitive. Whether it's a good play or bad play, you're trying to make sure you can do whatever you can do to help your team win a game. I think it's so unrealistic to police emotion in sports, particularly in a collision sport. This is a violent sport. Everybody is wired differently. You've all played with players who are very calm. Mm -hmm. Maybe they listen to, you know, some R&B before. Yeah, yeah, you know, maybe some gospel before. <laughs> you know, they're not... They're not Amps, they're, not, they're, not, they're not coming from an angry place, and that works for them. But everybody is not the same. Yeah. Somebody, some, somebody, somebody might need to listen to hit him up before the game. Mm. The point is how you, well, you know. I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you. It works for me. You have to be able to allow people to express themselves, particularly when they're frustrated in a competitive environment. It's, you have fans yelling at you. You know the stakes. 
you want to win. Mm -hmm. you, you can't ask people to be wired for that type of competition and then be like, oh, just, just, just sit there and, and be calm. Yeah. That's not who he is. I think part of it is a wide receiver. I think part of it is we look at quarterbacks differently. And there are some other elements at play here as well. Like, let's just be honest about it. You see him reacting that way. He constantly gets critiqued for that. Whatever it is, whether he's throwing his hands in the air, whether he's, he's, he's frustrated with a tablet, why do we even care? Like, why, why is this an issue? Is, is, there, is it being painted as he's a bad teammate? Why would he be a bad teammate for caring about losing? Mm. I would like a teammate that cares if we lose. 100%. I would prefer a teammate that cares if we lose. If he has to break a tablet to express himself, that's, mm. that's fine with me. I'm sure they have other ones. And you said he don't even break them. So <laughs> why can't you express yourself? The, po the policing of the emotion on the sidelines when you are not in somebody's face, we don't know what it is he's saying. We don't know what it is he's even mad about. It ain't like he's choking out a, a, a coach or, or, or fist fighting a team. That's been done before. And we, as I say, we've seen that. That's been done before. And, and we frown upon that. We frown upon that. But that's not even what he's doing. Like that's not even the nature of what's happening here. I just think it's it's greatly exaggerated. Allow him to express himself. And like I said, I I'd rather you care, be passionate, and care about losing. What I don't like is when people look like they're playing. That is, to me, is way more offensive. Oh, when you're losing, when you're losing by a lot, when everything is going bad and you over here joking and uh, kiki keying, uh, that drives me crazy. That is what is annoying they, to me. They must have big contracts. Doing yeah, that. please at least, <laughs> at least pretend to be mad. At least like, you know, give me a little scowl. Put on a performance. <laughs> well, speaking of caring about losing the Cowboys, they definitely care. If you ask Daron Curse, Micah Parsons, or any of the stars. But here is the most important question in the NFL today. Who's the issue in Dallas offensively? Is it Mike McCarthy or is it actually Dak Prescott? James Jones and I will take you into the film room like a real NFL player after the commercial break, showing you the intricacies of what is going on in Dallas. And we will let you be the judge of the drama that is next on Speed. What's up, family? Welcome to the film room. It's your boy Acho with James Jones, Super Bowl champ, led the league in touchdown catches in the year 2012 with Mike McCarthy as his coach. Well, guess what? Mike McCarthy, coach of the Cowboys, James, and he's getting a lot of backlash right now from you, from us, from everybody, because yeah. the Cowboys offense seems too vanilla. Mm -hmm. I got to show y'all, remember versus the San Francisco 49ers, Dak Prescott, yeah. he throws an interception. If you look at the bottom of the screen, you got Michael Gallup versus Lenore, Dak Prescott. He throws a pick on this play, but from what I see, James, Dak says, Yo, if it's man, man. I'm going to trust my receiver. I'm going to take it back a little bit so you, yes, the viewer at home, can see. If it's man, Dak is going to trust his wide receiver to catch it. That's what Mike McCarthy offenses look like. Now I want to go back 2016, James, yeah. because correct me if I'm wrong, I see similar pictures. I see similar pictures. Devontae yeah. Adams right just, here just, up top. Just hold it right here. And we just seen the route right there by Michael Gallup, right? The name of the game is to get your players into one-on-one -on -one matchup. Okay. The name of the game, why do all this? You're doing all this motioning and all that stuff, Kyle Shanahan's offense, other offenses, to get your players players in one-on-one -on -one offense. Ain't no need to motion and do all that right now. They lining up to play you man-to-man. -man. You have to win. And you're going to see Devontae Adams right here. So Devontae Adams right here. He is at that number two wide receiver position. Just win. Same thing. It's a, it's a slant versus press coverage. Top of the screen, I just showed you. Devontae, oh just okay. win. Bar just win. I mean, look at the separation that he instantly creates versus defender. Mm. Just mm. win. Now, you're saying to yourself at home, and I can understand why, Acho, that's Devontae Adams. Uh -huh. Well, in the same that's game, James. Yes. Jared Cook, 
A tight end. A tight end. Top of the screen. Press. Man, mm -hmm. just win. Just win. Just win. Yeah. Mike McCarthy, he keeps his offense as vanilla because he trusted his players will win. But I found this fascinating because this shoe right here, ain't it, yeah. JJ? And hold on real quick. Pause right quick because I don't even know if we can go back to the Gallup play after this. But watch all of us as we ran our routes. If you're the DB yep. and you're outside leverage yep. right here, why am I trying to go outside? That's what Gallup did to come back inside. Okay. And if I go right here, now you're inside. Yep. It's going to be tough for me to beat you back across your face. So I'm going to come here and I'm going to get inside. Okay, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's go back to the Gallup play because I need you to break this down for me. Once again, this is Michael Gallup and Lenore at the bottom of the screen. What would you rather Michael Gallup so do as on the, this play? As the viewers just seen, you've seen everybody else inside release. You're going to see Gallup right here taking outside release for nothing. He's going to take an outside release, and then he's going to leave the defender inside of him. Once you leave the defender inside of you on a slant, it's going to be a battle to the football, and it's no separation. Tips and overthrows got to get picks. those. You got to get tips and overthrows. All right, James, now this is you right here, bottom of the screen. I don't know what corner you're on. It doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. And as you can see, he's slightly inside. It will be crazy of me to take an outside release and leave him inside knowing I'm about to run slant. Okay, so then what are you going to do on this So play? I'm going to attack him straight up, and I'm going to give him a stick like I'm I'm about to run a fade, and then I'm going to run a slant. It's very, very simple. Create separation, don't outcoach yourself, and win with leverage. Got you. So you had a game plan going into it. It's not on Mike McCarthy to get more creative then. It's on James Jones to win this battle. James Jones wasn't no $40 million receiver. Uh, Gallup is. C.D. Lamb is about to be. One-on-one -on -one matchups. As you can see right here, clear as day, he is inside leverage. I stick him like I'm about to go on the fade ball, and then I cross his face, and he hold me. They call that and one. <laughs> <laughs> I know you want a $40 million receiver, but you, this is a $40 like, celebration. What are your celebration? <laughs> are you taking these, man? I thank the Lord sometimes. The Lord wants to do a little something. The Lord, the Lord watches the game too now. Hey, he did walk on water that time. <laughs> Okay, well then, Shady, let me ask you this, because so many people are upset with Mike McCarthy and how vanilla the offense is. Dak Prescott throwing interceptions, his receivers not getting open, whatever the case may be. But who is at fault in your mind? Is the bigger issue Mike McCarthy, or is the bigger issue Dak Prescott? It's Dak Prescott. Think about this for a second. The reason why he wanted, Mike McCarthy wanted to take over the, the play calling, why was it? He talked about it. Yeah. The, the limit, the mistakes, limit the turnovers. He didn't do that with Aaron Rodgers. Mm -hmm. Did he? Hey, 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 Rob, what you want to do today? <laughs> Why, how many times you want to throw the ball deep? Ball in your hand. Think man. about this for a second. When you bring a guy like Brandon Cooks, who everybody would want him as a number two. Like, mm -hmm. oh, for real? No then Gallup, you got him as a number three. Everybody would love that. CeeDee Lamb is your number one. That's a perfect wide receiver group. You have everything you need. Tony Pollard's a running back there. Think about this for a second. Yeah, that's real. A solid offensive line. Mm -hmm. So when you ask me who's more at stake, right? it's, it's got to be the quarterback. The weakest league of the offense is who? It's Dak Prescott. So when you have this conservative office, which I've been saying since week one, mm. which feels good because now everybody's saying it. It feels good. Like, mm. <laughs> it's like we can't, we can't put a big playbook or a big game plan together because our quarterback doesn't have the type of responsibility to not throw picks. Mm. So when that happens, now everything is, is quick. It's check downs. It's run, it's run, it's run. No. We need a real offense. If I'm going to pay you $160 million as a quarterback, mm. I need you to throw the ball deep. I need to give you a playbook that's a service house where you can go out there and do whatever you want to do. You can't do that with him. So as much as I want to blame McCarthy, which they shouldn't do, mm -hmm. it's not his fault. Yeah. It's Dak Prescott's fault. <laughs> I mean, I, I want to put it on McCarthy because he did 
No, 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 no. He, <laughs> he did get, get rid of Kellen Moore. He did. That might have been the only thing he was able to do because we know who really runs the teams. So maybe but, but, that was but, but, the but, only but, option. But I have to go with Dak because it doesn't... They had the number one offense last year. They were number one in red zone last year. They're 28th this year. Mm. So it's like, if you let him air it out, which Kellen Moore was doing, that was the problem, right? That's why he was throwing so many picks, because he was, he was doing too much, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, well, then you take that away. So they're not as productive on offense. But the offense doesn't look good. Like, it, Dak is the one executing it. Like, whether you push him or you don't push him, it's the same results. So... I don't know what the solution is. Like, I think, I think Dak is a, is a good quarterback. I think he is an above-average quarterback. I think he can win regular season games. I think he can win the division. I think he can put up statistics. We've seen him do all those things. But you, you are something until you're not. And he's just, he's not a big-time quarterback. Mike McCarthy has won a Super Bowl with one of the greatest quarterbacks in the history of the league in Aaron Rodgers. He wasn't talking about running the ball with Aaron Rodgers. And actually, they're worse than rushing this year. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I, I have to put it on Zach because it, it just feels like no matter what the situation is, it's the same result. Yeah. James, I'm torn, big dog. I want to put it on Mike. No. I want to put it on Mike and only... James is going to let you put it on what? You're going to slip it in there, like, just, just so you know. No, but go ahead. I want to put it on Mike, James, but only because yeah. the Cowboys looked better when Kellen Moore was at the helm. Same Dak Prescott. Yeah. But the same Dak Prescott's thrown for 37 touchdowns in a season. Same Dak Prescott. But the same Dak Prescott's thrown for, I believe, 4,800, 4,900 yards in a season. Same Dak Prescott. Mm -hmm. Same Dak Prescott had a top 10 red zone offense just a year ago yeah. with a less talented offense. Yeah. So if I'm thinking about what changed, Dak didn't change because to everybody's point at this desk, Dak is the same. Mm -hmm. However, this year, Dak is substantially worse than he was last year. And last year, he led the league in picks and didn't play all the games. So if I'm thinking about why the Cowboys drop off offensively, I'm putting it on, that, on Mike. Mike has to understand he doesn't have Jordy. He doesn't have Devontae. He doesn't have Driver. He doesn't have James. He doesn't have Cobb. Mm. Um, he doesn't have J. Mike. He also doesn't have Aaron. Mm. Correct. So if, if you have to understand, if you don't have that kind of talent, I need you to scheme up a little bit more like he did on that Cavante Turpin play when the Cowboys got their lone yeah. touchdown. How long has Dak Prescott been in the league? Eight years. Eight years. Yes, How sir. long Coach Mike been coaching him? Two? Oh, four. This is, this this is, is the fourth season? Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. Right, so... First year as, a, as the coordinator. Yeah, mm -hmm. so where was the Cowboys before Coach Mike got there? Eight and eight on average. Yeah, you, Thirteen you, and three season Dak. You, you feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, you know, as much as you could kind of point some fingers at Coach Mike, you know, and Coach Mike, since Coach Mike has been there, he's, he, he's been winning, all the fingers point to the quarterback. And after watching that film, I want to point some of the fingers at the receivers, but I'll never blame the receivers, you know, because I was a receiver. <laughs> but, you know, at the end of the day, all the, all the fingers point towards the quarterback. If you are a big-time quarterback and you're making 100-plus million, mm. you throw your receivers open. That's what a $100 million quarterback looks like. I had an opportunity to play with a couple of them. Whether it be Brett Favre, whether it be Aaron Rodgers, whether it be Derek Carr, as much as a bad rep as DC, Derek Carr going to throw you open. Derek Carr could put this football on spots that $100 million quarterbacks put the football. So at the end of the day, Dak Prescott, it don't matter to play. 
Are you that dude at the quarterback spot consistently? We've seen 39 touchdown pass. We've seen flashes of like, oh, yeah, Dak Prescott could possibly one day win an MVP playing at them type levels. We've seen that. But we just have not seen it consistently. And then we get the head-scratching throws and the head-scratchers of where you even looking at on certain coverages. So for me, it starts and it ends with Dak Prescott. You have control of this offense. Mike did want to run the football a lot when, it, when Aaron Rodgers was there and we had weapons. But you know if that thing would come in Aaron Rodgers' helmet and he'd be like, uh, 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 no, listen here. <laughs> I know they got this going out there. They can't stop the pass game. We, we check and we getting into this stuff. You know, so the main thing is when this season even started, Coach Mike said the ball is in Dak Prescott's hand. We heard that all training camp. Dak Prescott, this Dak Prescott offense, the ball is in Dak Prescott's hands. Well, Dak Prescott has the ability to check in and out of some of these plays. But at the end of the day, he has to make the throws. Tight windows, wide open, whatever it may be, he has to make the throws. Mike can't throw it for him. Shady, I got a question for you, sir. The reason, uh, let me see if I can convince you. Let me see. About this one here? Yeah. You can't, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, you've seen what great offensive coordinators have done for quarterbacks. Yeah. Greg Roman. We saw what he did for Alex Smith. Alex Smith was a bust. Washed. Done. Harbaugh and Roman show up. Alex Smith winning 13 games. Colin Kaepernick, who was he as a quarterback? Out of Nevada, a running quarterback. Oh, Greg Roman show up. Colin Kaepernick is setting records in playoff games, maybe even versus James Jones' uh, pass. Uh, don't about. bring it up. Apologies. Setting play, records in playoff games. I played against their defense. You saw, what, right. <laughs> you saw what uh, Doug Peterson and Andy Reid did for Nick Foles. You saw what Pete Carroll did for Russell Wilson. We've seen quarterbacks make players we didn't think were all that good mm -hmm. great. But we haven't seen it with Mike. We saw it to some degree with Kellen. The 4,900 yards a lot. Uh, 37 touchdowns a lot. But yeah. we're not seeing it with Mike. So... Why, why not? Nick Foles is my dog, yeah, but well, Nick Foles isn't a god. No, nah, but well, first of all, a lot of them quarterbacks you just named, they don't turn the ball over, that's for one. And for two is, when you look at this Cowboys team, right, and the first thing you think of is, wow, this defense is amazing. This defense is, like, generational. Okay, then you go to the offense. All them different talented players you got there, when you look at the, the, the quarterback position, when you pay a quarterback that type of money, when he is that type of name on that type of team, you can't play this way that he's playing as far as being conservative. Now, you, as a coach, you're like, yo, how can I protect my players? So everybody you talked about, all them coaches, they protect their players too, though. Mm -hmm. Andy Reid was one of the best coaches, mm -hmm. right? And you talked about um, um, when he brought Alex Smith there. Yep. Alex Smith played really, really well, but he, he, did, he, he protected him a lot of things that he did too, mm -hmm. right? Jeremy Max was one of my best friends. We talked about when he played with Alex Smith, he was good, but he was limited of different things you could do. Yeah. It's the same thing with Dak Prescott. As much as you want to blame Mike for different things, you can't. You, you're only as good as your quarterback. And their quarterback is limited. You're asking me for all these different reasons why the offense is not explosive, but your quarterback is above average quarterback. I only could give you what you got. Joy, is it coincidence? I only could throw. I only could cut what you can throw. <laughs> Let me stop. But is it, is it coincidence? Because I don't think it is. But is it coincidence then that Dak Prescott is having his worst year through five games that he's ever had in his eight-year career, including a rookie year in which Dak Prescott got an MVP vote? Is it coincidence that he's having his worst year when Mike McCarthy is the offensive coordinator, keeping in mind Mike McCarthy when Green Bay had to give up his play-calling duties, then he got him back, then he got fired? Is it coincidence that Dak is having his worst year? James, wait, last year was that one the worst year? Mm -mm. He led the league in pick. That don't... But 23 touchdowns, 15 picks is better than five and four. Oh, you led the league in picks, you, you play less games than everybody. 
I don't get how everybody thinks that's a good year. <laughs> I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't understand it either. <laughs> I don't play in the but this less games than every other running back. I, I, I got a lady brain. I do girl math, so I, but, oh, but I still games, also Joy? don't understand it. You got the most picks? I, 12 I don't, games? I'm, I'm just you. saying this is uh, worse. It's, you know, it wasn't my question. I apologize, I'm just James. Saying. I'm being a bad teammate. <laughs> is it coincidence? <laughs> No, I think that the Kellen Moore influence is very obvious. You can see it statistically and particularly in the red zone. But my question is, what difference is it going to make? They had the number one offense last year, and what did it come down to? Why did they lose that game? Just say the number. You don't got to say the name. Let's Why say did they lose the game? Why did they lose the most Prescott. important game of the season? Zach Prescott. What happened the year before that? Didn't slide. Yeah. Because mm. I don't want to say the name on this. So, it, so yes. <laughs> but my, my question is whether the offense is the number one offense or whether the, the, it's what it is now, it's the same result. I, I just played on teams that are the teams that are really successful, no matter what kind of offense you're in, no matter what kind of offensive scheme you're in, the quarterback special. Mm -hmm. And the quarterback got to make throws when the quarterback got to make throws, period. I don't care what kind of window it is. I tell people all the time, I had over 50-plus touchdowns. If I didn't play with Aaron, I probably had 20. Mm -hmm. Because it was plenty of them where I'm like, he threw that? And put that thing there? Like, you know, any other quarterback, I'm like, he, he probably looking me off. He ain't even throwing that. You are 100 plus million dollar quarterback. You have to start making those throws. Not every other game. Yeah. Every game, especially the games that they need you most. Mm. Quick question, real quick, because you're talking about the coaching. If you have Joe Burrow, you have Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes, and they play for Mike McCarthy, he's calling the plays. Mm. You think he called the plays differently? Of course. Why? Because them dudes are dudes. Bang! It's him. He threw a it's him. You can't. It's like you got your, your playbook got to be this big with number four. Mm. So he won't throw a pick. Let's just run this. Let's, let's just run the ball. Let's just run the ball. It's the truth. J.D., I can't stand you. <laughs> with uh, with the up, up. When we return, there was a team that beat the Cowboys this weekend, and they are likely going to be atop the power rankings. But who are the six best teams in football? Is it your favorite team? Where's your favorite team rank? A couple surprise teams have crashed into the new hierarchy of the NFL. Find out next on Speed. Well, I know my boys are in that, in that group. Ain't that right? All right, family, y'all know what it is. It's time for a pick six. I'm picking the six best teams in football right now as we stand here today. Not the six most deserving. The six I think are currently best. Where's your favorite team stack up? At number six, how about the Detroit Lions? They're still in the top six. Now, they are down one spot from last season. I got to figure out which side of the board I'm on. They're down one spot from last season, but I got the Lions at six. At number five, a new team appears. The Seattle Seahawks. They've been consistent. They've been consistent. Brand new. They show up. Why? Because they only got one loss. And remember, they actually beat the Detroit Lions in overtime, so I got to give them their respect. At number four, the Dolphins. They show back up. They atone for that ugly, ugly loss versus the Buffalo Bills. At number three, the Kansas City Chiefs. I think they're the best one-loss team in football. Currently the best team in the A. AFC. At number two, the Eagles. They stay the same. They're a top two team in football. And at number one, the Niners. They're top two and it's not two. So you see our green arrows up. You see our down arrows. And you see the yellow dots. That just mean they stayed put. James Jones, where you at, big dog? I need your list. I need your list. I need your list. I need your list. Man, is this my list? <laughs> I think we real, real close. But my list at number six, as you can see, I got the Detroit Lions down there. Five, I'm with you on the Seattle Seahawks. Okay. But talk to me. Because I got the Dolphins in front of the Chiefs, 
You got Chiefs in front of the Dolphins. Why Dolphins better? There's I mean, no earthly way that the Chiefs would lose to the Bills by 28. On no planet, on no terrain, in no point country, in no state, in no world, in no galaxy, okay. not even in Madden, gotcha. would the Bills beat the Chiefs by 28. Uh. The Bills could beat the Chiefs, but never by 28. My gotcha. Dolphins lost by 28. Okay, real quick. Right now, head-to-head, Chiefs-Dolphins. Who are you taking? Dolphins. Ah. Right now. Mm, why? Right now today. Uh, Dolphins are significantly <laughs> more explosive, mm -hmm. and the Dolphins can threaten the Chiefs in a way that the Chiefs cannot threaten them back. There we go. That's exactly why I got the Dolphins ahead of the Chiefs. Mm. Um, and the Dolphins is at three. And obviously, the two undefeated teams. You got Eagles, Niners, can't wait today face off. But I got Niners numero uno, Eagles sitting at two. Why you got the Seahawks above the Lions? Because of that head-to-head -head matchup? Or do you think the Seahawks are genuinely better? Absolutely. They had a chance to play each other. That's true. Right? And it was on the road. It was in, in Detroit, Detroit. And they came out of there with a W.G. No Smith and those Lions. So I, I had to put them above the Lions strictly just because they got the head. Well, shout out to the Lions. The Lions have been dominating as of late. So I want to bring a Lions conversation to the desk because the Lions have not been necessarily getting the attention that they deserve from national media, though they have gotten the attention of their opponents. Joy, are the Lions for real? Yeah, I think they are. What's the first step? Win Wait. the division. Mm-hmm. Uh, outside of a complete collapse, they're going to do that. Who's the competition? Green Bay. <clears throat> All right. We're being serious, James. <laughs> we're, we're not Who pretending. Is it? is it Minnesota? No, oh. it's, it's nobody. It's nobody. Green Bay is two and three right now. Chicago. Yeah. Minnesota. Chicago. Yeah, I mean, at, at the start of the season, we were excited about everybody. Who could mm -hmm. win the division? Maybe Green Bay. Can he sneak in there? Oh. Justin Fields, take a step up. Minnesota was really good last year. No. Detroit has a stranglehold on, on the division. And like I said, outside of a collapse, I don't see how they let that go. So they're going to make the playoffs. They're going to win the division. And that's the first, that's the first step. Honestly, I don't even care what they do in the, in the playoffs, how it goes. They are building. They're getting better every single year. I had a lot of questions about how this was going to work out. I did not have a lot of faith in it. But they played hard mm -hmm. first year. Weren't good. But they had something. There was something there. They were right there in games. Build on that. Improved the roster, and now this year they are for real team. They're one of two teams this season that rank top top six in total offense and total defense. The Niners are the other one. Mm. They're a serious team. Where you at on them two five? I think they're a good team. I'm, I'm right there with her. I mean, before the season started, I said, listen, this team is going to have a chance to win that division, and I, and I bet that they did. Right? I'm saying I put some money down, like <laughs> like bet. I actually put money on it. Everyone win this division. I look at this team, each year they got better and better and better. Better players, right? And every year we said, oh, man, they're Detroit Lions. They're not that good. When they played some of them good teams, it was a close fight. Mm -hmm. Now they're at the top of the charts right now as far as their division. So I love what they're doing over there. Yeah. With I love what he's doing over there. It's hard for me because I think the Lions are realer than they've ever been. Mm -hmm. When somebody asked for the Lions for real, people tweeted me all the time, Lions fans are mad. I'm like... I don't know what for real means in the context of I don't think they're on the same level as the Niners. I don't think they're on the same level as the Eagles. And so what does that mean? If they win the division, they'll host a home game. And more than likely, they're going to have to host the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> or they're going to have to host the Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> the Seahawks team that went to Detroit and already beat them. Okay. So, yeah, they're realer than they have ever been. The Lions at 4-1, and one, they are likely going to win the division. And not only win the division, they go, if you win that, you host in a playoff game. Yeah. The question is, what's that get them? Well, yeah. well, I'll say this about the Lions. First of all, last year they had a really, really good offense, right? Mm -hmm. The problem was the defense. Mm -hmm. yeah. They were bad. The defense are playing a lot better this year. Mm -hmm. And they're getting after their quarterback. Mm -hmm. They are. Uh, uh, Aiden Hutchinson? Hutchinson. Yeah. He nice. Bro, he, he, he he's nice. becoming emerging as one of the top stars in the league. Yeah, so if you, could, if, you could, if you could get turnovers, which they're getting, mm -hmm. the offense is already nice, right? And then you have a, a, a player that gets to the quarterback. That's what you need winning football. Nowadays, a threat to get to the quarterback, right, 
Turnovers and a solid offense, that's what wins championships. Look at the order last champ champions, that's what they do. Yeah. The jury's still out for me, and not just because I played in that division forever, but these, these next two games is going to answer a lot of questions for me about the Detroit Lions. You're on the road against the Bucs, mm -hmm. who have a really, really good defense and a solid team, Baker Mayfield playing well. Then you're on the road against Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. Yep. So if you can find a way to even win one of those and you're sitting here at five and two, you know, then I'll be taking no doubt. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Then I will be like, okay, this this team is for real. This team is ready to get to the playoffs and compete. But these next two games for me is going to answer a lot of questions because they can score the football with the best of them. They can score the football with the best of them last year. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This year they're playing better defense. You about to go up against a good offense in Baker Mayfield, and then you're gonna go up against Lamar Jackson on the road. I'm looking forward to seeing how them two games. Are I guess what's hard for me, Joy and Shady, is like. The Eagles and Niners are so much better than everybody else in the NFC. Mm. It's almost like haves and have-nots. I think the Lions and the Seahawks are similar. If somebody were to ask me of the Seahawks for real, I'd be like, yeah, they're a good team. Yeah. I don't know what it means. I think they'll go to the playoffs like the Vikings did last year, like the Giants did last year. They might win, they might lose. But I'm like, they're good. But when I look at the, the chasm that exists between the Niners-Eagles and everybody else, I'm just like... I don't think they're good enough to make substantial noise. Now, maybe they don't care. Maybe it's just like, you're getting better, like Joy said. Yeah. You've won more games this year. They're Go to a playoff game. There. That's yeah. a huge deal. But maybe, maybe I look at it as they're a young team, right? Just because of Campbell. And if you get better every single year, I have to respect that. Maybe they're not the Eagles or the Niners. I think they, like, not, they wouldn't admit that. But we can say they're not the Eagles or the Niners. They're not. But the Eagles and the Niners are further along in their development process. The Eagles were in the Super Bowl last year. The Niners have, have Shanahan. They were in the NFC Championship last year. The Lions are attempting to take the next step, and I think this year they will. Mm -hmm. So I can't, I can't fault a team for getting better every single year for not taking the jump to being in the Super Bowl or the NFC Championship game, because maybe next year that's what's next. Mm. So if you make the playoffs, you, you got to get to the dance, first of mm -hmm. all. Like, if you're not in the dance, we don't need to talk about you, because you don't even have an opportunity to get to and any of those games. So you get to the dance. Who says they won't win a, a home playoff game? Yeah, but now they're in the divisional round. Like how, that, you have to respect that that is that is a that is a job well done. That's why we talked about sure. the Giants yeah. the way that we did last year. Even though we we none of us really felt like they were an emerging team, we had to give them respect that they won a playoff game. So I, I have to respect that they're getting better every year. And it's all levels. Like like even I remember when Jalen Hurts took over as quarterback for Eagles in a playoff game. We went to Tampa and we got smashed on. Right. Mm -hmm. But you just seen it coming together, though. Mm -hmm. You go out there, you get your uh, the, um, Heisman winner at the time, Devontae Smith. Yep. Then you, you go, you trade, you get AJ Brown. Like you put it together, and that's what we're doing. I mean, not not weird, but that's what the Lions are doing. Here's They're my thought: together. They got a, they draft a nice uh, rookie running back. They got a, a pass rusher now. Like they got some wide receivers. They put this thing together now. They are, they are. Yeah. But here's my thought, though, and, and maybe I'm wrong, and I'm glad I will always accept if I am wrong. I'll tell you if you're wrong. I'll tell you. Um, in the NFL lately, you see head coaches go from zero to 100 real quick. Yeah. We don't really see builds, 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 builds. Nick Sirianni was the Eagles head coach. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then the next year, he was still the Eagles head coach with Jalen Hurts. Mm -hmm. And then the next year, he was in the Super Bowl. Uh, Zach Taylor, he was a head coach. He got Joe Burrow, and then the next year he was in the Super Bowl. Sean McVay, he took over for Jeff Fisher one year, then the next year he was in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Kyle Shanahan, he took over. He acquired Jimmy G, then by 2019, he was in the Super Bowl. Yeah. There aren't like these long build, build, but Pete Carroll, he got Russell Wilson, and then the next year he was in the Super Bowl. Doug Peterson, he was hired in 2016, then 2017 he was in the Super Bowl. So I just find it fascinating that like, yeah. in a world of the Lions building, which I will never take anything away from them, the NFL, you have it or you don't. 
you were good immediately. There aren't these long gestation processes of, of a, a long birth for a Super Bowl. It's, you just, boom. Like, if you're a good coach, so would you, you say win that, it. So you're yeah. saying the Eagles just got right there? Nick Sirianni, second mm. year with Jalen Hurts in the Super Bowl. I, I, I'm saying, okay. Third year but, as a head but, coach. But his first, year, his first year, he was with Doug, right? Yep. First year, Jalen was with Doug. Okay. Next year, so, Sirianni. So, 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 so the quarterback is in the building. Yes, sir. Okay, then the next year, right? Super Bowl. No. Second year with Sirianni was Super Bowl. But, I, but I'm talking about Jalen Hurts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Next saying year. how they put everything together, though. They got Jalen. Then they went out there and they got them, them um, um, the wide receiver. Mm -hmm. The linemen were already there. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, like, the Lions ain't even had a lot of good players yeah. since, since what? Megatron and, 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 and uh, Matthew Stafford? Yeah. So when you put it like that, I'm just going to the whole details of the team. Like, the Eagles are a really, really good team, but we had a lot of pieces. Like, them, some of them linemen been there for years that were really, really good. Then once you start putting the wide receivers together, right, then the D-backs... When we got Garner and then we got um, um, um Slay, like we put that together. Yeah. It ain't just it ain't just happened overnight. No doubt. This year, next year, we put it together. And I think we give I think we give the Lions a little bit of grace because I played against a lot of Detroit teams. I played against an 0 16 Detroit mm. team. Dang. I played against some bad Detroit teams. So I think <laughs> I, as an outside looking in, even fans, us talking up, the Lions have had it bad for a long they time. Have. So we yeah, gave them a little bit. We gave them a little bro. bit more credit to build that. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit more time. Shout out Detroit Lions. Y'all keep on winning. Well, before we hit the break, it's our favorite time of the show. Speak trivia. This is the question of the day. <laughs> Among active NFL head coaches, who has the highest career winning percentage? No minimum number of games required. Tweet oh. answers. Among active NFL coaches, who has the highest career winning right now? percentage? Right, right now? now. Of the I'm, 32. I'm, I'm, no, I'm going. Only 32 options. Let me know when you're ready. No minimum career game required. <laughs> Come back to find the answer. That's next on Speed. He got a do-rag on. That's pretty <laughs> <laughs> I look like he got a do-rag Hi, family. Among active head coaches, this was the Speak Trivia question. Who has the highest career winning percentage? But here's the caveat. No minimum number of games required. Shady up first. But this is what I like about this, uh, though. What yeah. if I coach, coach two, three games, right? <laughs> Stepping in for somebody or something like that. Like, yep. you just, come on, man. He's uh, among active head coaches, so it's only oh, okay. up to 32 right, head right, coaches. I'm going to go with uh, Nick Seriani. That's what I do, bro. This is what I do, bro. Like, I just, I just, I'm not going to brag about it. That's what I do. Talking to me right now. Uh, hey, Nick, Nick you know what it is. That's good, good lucky guess you know right there. That is a good one. I was actually, my guess was uh, Sean Payton. Ooh, where's Peyton Ring? Because Y'all know what my guess was. Ooh, Peyton Ring's eight. Okay. That's solid. Where's Mike at? Uh, where's Mike McCarthy at, sir? Where's Mike McCarthy is at ninth. Uh, Nick Sirianni, 28 and 11, over a 70% win. Like, what are we talking percent. about? Like, this is what we do. We win in Philly. Like, what is wrong they, with you guys? They do win in Philly, but they also win in Kansas City, and they're looking to win in a little over three hours. Game tonight, Chiefs. What's Pat doing right Broncos. Pat Mahomes, he getting loose to five. They do say that Taylor Swift will be in attendance. So she was in L.A. yesterday. She back it. She lit, boy. Yeah, she, she, lit. Lit. she lit. They can't lose without Taylor. Hey, hey, see, they won 15 straight games against the Broncos. Bring us on, Cam fam. I don't need to talk about all those uh, stats. They already know stats. Okay, Chiefs, though, they're only averaging 25 points per game. I think that's the lowest combination of the Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes era. James Jones, when you look at the Chiefs, what is your biggest concern? Because there are some concerns. What's the biggest one? The biggest one is they don't have a number two, a number three, or a number four playmaker on that offense other than Travis Kelsey. And I'm talking pass catchers. We know you got Pacheco who can run the football. You got Travis Kelsey. But 
eventually it's going to come a time to where these number th number twos and number three receivers is going to have to step up and make plays. They lead the, the NFL in drops, and the Baltimore Ravens just dropped seven in mm. one game. Eesh. And the Kansas City Chiefs is still in, in number one. So they got to find another playmaker, another pass catcher that – really Patty Mahomes could get comfortable with and get him the ball. Late in the year last year, he got comfortable with Juju Smith. Juju started off real, real slow, right? He, he wasn't doing nothing. Then he finally, you know, got in a rhythm with Patty. So I'm waiting for one of these young reasons to step up, whether it's Sky Moore, Rice, uh, Ross, whoever it is, but they got to step up and make some plays. Yeah, I agree. I just, I don't think they have a home run hitter at the skill position outside of Travis Kelsey. And we saw that when Kelsey was out. I mean, they just, he needed someone to dump it off to, that, that lockstep mm -hmm. relationship, something he's comfortable with, he someone that can go out there and get those chunk yardage. And, and last year, we had some questions about it, obviously what it was going to look like without Tyreek Hill, and eventually they answered, it, it doesn't matter. And Andy they, gonna go get they won the Super Bowl. I'm not going to doubt Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, but Travis Kelsey is the third leg on that bar stool, and if he ain't there, it's looking wobbly. Yeah. So somebody needs to step in there, you know, slide in and make it even. I don't... I don't worry about the Chiefs, especially after last year. They've showed there's, there's absolutely nothing to worry about. But if you're making me answer the question, it feels like somebody needs to step into that role that picks up the slack whenever if Kelsey's out. He's obviously was injured going into the season. Or if you're just having a day where they happen to, to slow him down. Yeah, well, well, Acho, right? Andy, <laughs> I'm staying with you, brother, right? Last year, you didn't have no number two or number three. You didn't have none of this stuff going on. Y'all still got it done. Y'all still won a championship. I'm on the same wave. I respect y'all. There's no concerns, right? The only thing I'm concerned about, if Taylor Swift <laughs> stopped coming to the games now. Come on now. Is she uh, there? They're going to win. She's a good luck She didn't come to the first game and they lost. <laughs> now, I get it. Her boo-boo wasn't playing, so I understand that. He playing now. If Taylor Swift is in the oh, building, they're going to win some games. Uh, How dare y'all doubt the Chiefs? What about this, though, Shady? No, no. What, about this? About, what about this? What about this? What about what? Or all we say, Juju Smith was nearly a 1,000-yard receiver last year. Yes. I mean. 67-yard shot. We can put our pens down and we yeah. can all, I mean, all we they want. But play. they don't have even a Juju. No. Smith right now. I they gave know. away Miko Hardman to the Jets. Miko Hardman was a healthy scratch last week. Maybe play. they'll come back, but they yeah. really don't have a number two. Well, well I, I, just think, I just think they never had a number two last year, right? Juju was a thousand-yard receiver. I mean, come on, man. Come on. A thousand yards is hard to do, Shady. I, I, I'm going to say this, right? And I like Juju, but he, he, he was just... He was just uh, a thousand yards, 933 Juju here yards or Juju not there? I don't think it really matters. No, that's I mean, biased. Well, 933. I, 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 I'll say this. They're, they're finding ways to win oh, differently, right? Man. They're running the ball a lot more than they ever did. Mm -hmm. I think that once they get back on track, everybody's healthy. Travis Kelsey, I haven't seen him look like himself at He's all. He's questionable for tonight's right. game, if I'm not mistaken. He had a knee injury first, uh, first week of the season. Now he had an ankle injury. He got an ankle. So he can't find a break. But once he gets healthy and the, and the role players can, can play underneath him, they're going to be back fine. Yeah. I'm not about to sit here and, and, and make a big deal if, if it was Juju. That, that, I'm not even going to even waste no. my time but with for, that. But for me, though, when you watch the football games, what? when I watched them against Jacksonville, okay. I'm like, nobody else is stepping up. Mm -hmm. And you see the offense is at lows, like hitting a wall, like yeah. ain't nobody else stepping up. Then obviously Patrick Mahomes being Patty Mahomes scrambling for 35 seconds, finally find Sky Moore down That's the football. But That's it was no explosive. They have to find a number two wide receiver, a number three wide receiver consistently to be able to help him out. And you said Jerry Judy. Jerry. He's going to get Jerry Judy. And people don't, I told you about Calvin Ridley. People don't know how special Jerry Judy is because he's been in Denver. Jerry Judy liked that. I'm trying mm. to tell y'all. He's a good receiver. And he's going to go get him. We Calvert and, hypers. and mm -hmm. with Patty, yeah, really hypers, and with Patty, who in division? That really is like real Ooh. nice. <laughs> in division.
Yeah. Oh, that will I be interesting. Yeah. I wouldn't trade him. Well, we can't trade him. Yeah. Yeah. Broncos ain't going. Where the Broncos going? I don't think. When, when, I don't uh, think I'm trading. Chip Kelly wanted to get release me. I said, Yo, oh, that's what you want to do? Cool. Put me in the division. If I ain't as good as you say I am, put me in the division. Guess what he did? Buffalo. He knew better. <laughs> he knew better. Uh, when we return, it's time to talk about prime time. Deion Sanders says he's not worried about a bowl game right now. It takes six wins to get to a bowl game. But is that a good thing? They got a huge game tomorrow night versus Stanford, and we got to talk about it next on Speak. Where that popcorn at? That popcorn. They still got that thing or no? Mm, no? Forget about it. Rangers strike first. Jose Abreu, he is on fire right now. It's gone. It's a grand slam. What a play by Pena. The gold glover. The Texas Rangers are going to the championship series. And the Astros, for a seventh consecutive season, are headed to the American League Championship Series. Sunday on Fox, the ALCS begins. The Rangers look to continue their incredible run as they take on the reigning champ Astros. Catch the game. Catch game one Sunday on Fox. Where them Phillies at? All right, family, we're in our hurry-up offense, and it's time to talk about Colorado because this was very interesting. See, the Buffaloes, they play tomorrow on Friday instead of Saturday. They're 4-2, got a game against Stanford, but Coach Sanders is looking beyond this week, saying, quote, I don't give a damn about no ball right now. We want to win. He's not looking beyond this week. He's focused on winning. But, Shady, what's interesting, you know more than anybody in college, bowl games are everything. Right. Like, you play college to play, get to the NFL and to make it to a bowl game, get the bowl gifts, get the money, go travel somewhere. You agree with Dion's comments on a bowl game? Wait, what did he say? I'm gonna, are, are you saying that? <laughs> <laughs> I, re, I curse yeah. when I read. Ooh, yeah, 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 curse yeah. when I read. <laughs> Mom and Dad, I'm reading from the prompter. I am didn't know that about you. Okay, <laughs> Sonny and Cristiacho, I'm just... <laughs> well, um, I like the D comment he made. <laughs> um, I, I do like it, though, right? It's one of them things where a coach always likes to put in perspective, like, hey, guys, just, you know, look forward in, in, in every game at a time. Don't, don't look in the future. We, at the, we're, we're presently here to play whoever they play this week. That's the way he, he wants to approach it. That's what it sounds like to yeah, me. Yeah. Um, you know, and then coming from Deion, it's a little different, him saying that. But I do like it. I mean, this team is under so much pressure from the outside, from college football, from, from, from young recruits. Like, it's like Colorado went from being nobody, mm -hmm. I mean, I mean nobody, to now being like the most famous football team playing right now. Mm -hmm. College and kind of pro. If you look at the, the, the sales for the tickets, so <laughs> I like what he's doing. Hey, guys, to stay focused, you know, one game at a time approach. And if you win every game, you'll meet a bowl game. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think he's just saying focus on right now. Don't yeah. look too far ahead. Maybe... They did that already, and that wasn't effective for them. So just focus on what's happening this weekend. Don't worry about a bowl game. The contradiction of it is, if they win, they're going to be in a bowl game. <laughs> so, so he's just kind of rewording it. Like, that's just how college works. If you win the games you're supposed to win, you're going to be in a bowl game. So he's saying he's focusing on winning. Well, that's going to get you in a bowl game. Mm -hmm. I think really what he's saying is we're not, we're not, we don't need to talk about any of that future stuff right now. We've done a lot of that already. We already know what we're up against. We already know what the pressure is. Let's win this game that's coming up this weekend. Well, Prime is a fan of the show, right? Prime a fan of the show. He, he tuned in and watched the show a lot. And he listened to Acho, because Acho said on the show, the, if this game don't matter, them other games ain't gonna matter. Say it again, how you say it? That's <laughs> 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 you ain't no, ain't no bowl game like... if you don't win this game. This right. is Stanford. You playing yeah. Stanford. Yeah. Remember, Stanford and Arizona State was yes, circled. 
These was the back-to-back wins that I said I circled. So, but if these don't matter, like Acho said, it ain't no bowl yeah. game. The bowl game don't matter. So you gotta handle these ones. That's a good. I think everything everybody said up here has been brilliant. I think a bowl game is beneath Colorado. When I was at Texas 2-5, my first two years, we didn't talk about bowl games. It was implied we were going to go to a bowl game. The question was just which one? Fiesta Bowl, Sugar Bowl, Peach Bowl, or National Championship. But it was implied we are going to a bowl game. I'm not looking at a bowl game. My feet are walking on a bowl game. I'm just wondering what bowl game am I going to sit on the throne of? Mm. So Dion's not worried about going to a bowl game. He's worried about which one. But to Joy's point, the which one takes care of itself as you win games. You beat Stanford, you're five and two. Ooh. You might be ranked that again. That look good. You know what I'm saying? Five like, and two look good. You might be ranked again because all of a sudden your two losses are the two top ten teams, Oregon and USC. Oregon plays Washington this weekend, number eight versus number seven. If Oregon beats Washington, all of a sudden Colorado's two losses are to a top five team mm. and a top ten team, and they sit at five and two. You're gonna start to see some five and two top twenty-five teams. Now the hype is there. Mm. Colorado, UCLA, and UCLA. Shady gonna be there. Him and Chip Kelly, they'll go, they both gonna be there. <laughs> I won't be there. I won't be for that one. How is that? That is not the coupling. Yeah, I won't be. Who told, who, who told you that? The producer lied to you. I will not be there. I don't care if Prawn's playing them. I ain't going to that. Wait, the love of Prime. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I am genuinely curious. The love of Prime versus the dislike of Chip Kelly, it wouldn't outweigh it? Prime or Dion don't have nothing to do with Chip Kelly. I'm not even going to that game. I root for them on, on the sidelines <laughs> at my house. I ain't rocking <laughs> on the sideline from the house. I don't, I, don't, I don't rock with him like that at all. All right, well, where we are going uh, is to break. When we return, we are just two hours away from Broncos Chiefs. We got to pick a winner. We got to let y'all know who on the desk is picking the Broncos. I think there might be one surprise. What? what? <laughs> Man, that's a great team. Ain't nobody picking up. Hi, family. We are in our two-minute drill. Chiefs, Broncos, they kick off in two hours and 15 minutes. Maybe three hours and two. No, two hours. My math is good. Okay, Shady, who winning tonight? Chiefs or the Broncos? They pulling off the upset. Um, Taylor Swift, Chiefs, by 20 points. Ooh. Taylor Swift, By 20? Yeah, it's the Broncos. Mm. But, oh, you're giving them a pass, though, still? By 20? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pass, yeah. Mm. Hall of Fame quarterback, or Hall of Fame coach. Uh, I'm going to go the Chiefs, I will say by 13. I'll say 13. They cover. Wins a win. I'm with Shady. Chiefs by 20. Taylor Swift there, Chiefs by 20. It's going to be a beat down. What did I call it? Hold up. No, no, no. You teased somebody else was picking them. Who? Oh, you about to say who? It's you. It's you. Ain't no way I'm picking the Broncos. Oh, you lied to America. Oh. Oh, you cussing in line? 